This is Channel 253 Sports. This is Steve Kettleson, host of the Flounders B-Team podcast, a Channel 253 podcast. Channel 253 is sponsored by our friends at Tacoma Arts Live. Did you know that Tacoma Arts Live runs one of the largest arts education programs in the state? Every year, more than 40,000 youth participate with Tacoma Arts Live through special education matinees, scholarships, productions at schools, and much more. Perhaps even as impressive as the total number of students served are the kind of youth served. In the in-school residency program, students were on average more diverse than the general population of our region. 79% were low income. 20% have special needs of some kind. 8% had experienced homelessness. Getting these kids arts education is vital. Whether it's the chance to bang on some drums and learn better self-discipline, like one student did, or find a new sense of belonging and self-expression, like two sisters who were living in a shelter with their mother, these are students who badly need the restorative and transformative power of the arts. Tacoma Arts Live, teaching our youth the tools that will create an enlightened, creative, and discerning citizenry ready for the challenges of the 21st century. Learn more at tacomaartslive.org education. And thank you for supporting Channel 253. In 2004, 30 years after the birth of the Seattle Sounders, a crack podcasting unit was sent to prison by a federal court for a crime they didn't commit. These men and women promptly, well, eventually, escaped from a minimum security luxury prison camp to the Tacoma Underground. Today, still wanted by the Timbers Army for dropping trial in front of Jeltwin, they survive as supporters of fortune. If you need a hot take, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the Flounders B Team. Hey, everybody. Uh, can I just get a sound? I, sorry, I didn't do the big old whatevers, but um, I'm just, just want to get a good sound check for everybody. Make sure that we're our levels are okay and that sea level. All right, C level, zero feet above. <laughs> B level. Check, check. Dude, your ascot is kicking. That, that's Isn't awesome. It? That, is, yeah. that is very classy. I'm going to get a photo of that if you don't mind. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, this is a very special episode of the Flounders B Team podcast. Oh, come on. We've we done are, too many very special no, episodes I, this year. Just, we, have to, we have to acknowledge the struggles of the Bradley family. <laughs> <laughs> Do we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, what? What? Follically? <laughs> like, 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 you, do they basically just like give each other combs as like April Fool's Day jokes? <laughs> hey, Dad. Like those gosh. like scalp massager yeah. jobbers. Gift cards for the barber. Yeah. Also, why does Bob Bradley dress like he's about to do an, uh, an apple reveal? <laughs> <laughs> Like he's got we need the, to show you. It's got seven cameras. Yeah, seven cameras. And guess what? You are absolutely not gonna reach an MLS Cup final. See, here's the thing: if he's mm-hmm. gonna be like a tech giant, he needs to be coaching San Jose, not LA. Yeah, like see, he's geographically oh, good misplaced. Point. Yeah. Good point. But who cares about San Jose at this point? Like, do they still have a soccer team? Or has, or has moved to Houston? I'm pretty all, sure. Has, has, has Sacramento taken all of their fans? Uh, oh. Wando's resigned, so oh. they're still oh relying on that Are you guy. fucking so kidding we, me? Are we talking Silicon Valley? Yeah. Or yeah. San yes. Joaquin? Valley. Silicon. Okay. So it's That's like the Googs? Well, it's the, yeah, the yes. Googs the up Googs, there. The in, Apples, the everything. Ladies and gentlemen, in studio today, we have the normal cuttery of magic 
uh, and a couple of uh, additions. <clears throat> we haven't been on the show for quite a while, and really sorry about that, but life has happened, and now a lot more life has happened today, friends and neighbors, because we just won the motherfucking MLS Cup. Champion! Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, uh, Steve, you, yeah? you uh, don't have enough stars on your jersey. Uh, well, so, Mark... <laughs> So nobody else has headphones on, so they can't hear Tim putting hallelujah on the in-studio, of course, we have uh, the the inimitable, the perennial Timothy Andrew Hamilton. Is it Andrew? (laughs) It's Aaron. Aaron. Okay. A-A-Ron. 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 Tim Hamilton. Of course, we also have uh, the utility infielder for the Tacoma News Tribune, Mr. Andrew Hammond. How are you doing, sir? I feel like an absolute champion. Yeah? Do you? <laughs> you look like you feel like a champion. <laughs> uh, it's, it, it has been the most taxing day like as a fan, like because I, I generally, fan, like, I generally do oh not God. get to cover. I generally get to go to games uh-huh. and just be a fan. If I do, it's like a throwaway regular season game or whatever. But this is a championship game. Mm-hmm. Your boy <sighs> went through some emotions today. Oh yeah, <laughs> nervousness, emoted the emotions, sadness, worrying. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then it was elation. Then it was nervousness. Then it was, oh my god, this is actually happening. <laughs> um, and then it was, oh my god, please, clock, keep going. Oh my Just god. keep rolling. Raul Rui Diaz scored a goal. This is actually <laughs> happening. Ron Paul. <laughs> and then it was, oh my god, Josie scored. God, please don't do this. <laughs> Two more in three minutes. Come on, let's and then, go. And then it was over, and then it was just like, well, oh. shit, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't tired in the 72nd minute, that much I can tell you. I, also, I couldn't, feel, I, I couldn't feel anything. Also, <laughs> I felt no emotions. Uh, also in studio, we have Dave and Carol. Hello. From Hands Free Football. I think I need a sign to put above my front door that says, drink like a champion today. <laughs> you were built for this. Uh, I was not built for this much walking around Seattle today, oh. I'll tell you that. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Can we talk about the $50 parking prices? Holy shnikes, dude. Like, <laughs> insane. Like, where, I, where was I, it 50 bucks? I have a garage right next to, is it that? It's across from what used to be Hank's and or the strip club, depending on how you, like, geographically yeah, that's, that's map. Right. It was 50 bucks? Yeah, yeah, it was 50 bucks. Usually it's 20. Yeah. So it's like, you know, and I was expecting a bump. I was expecting 30, but we come in and like 50 bucks and like, we're going further down the street. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to walk a little further. <laughs> and I still ended up paying 30 bucks and had to walk another mile. I'm going to go down the street where someone is not very enthusiastically waving a <laughs> flag. <laughs> there wasn't even a flag waver. They had a uh, a machine, like not even a robot, just a machine that refused oh the debit card on the first try. Like it, was, it was still not enthusiastic about its job, but it wasn't. Like, a person, but it's, co- but it's copied down all your information. So just in case, oh yeah, yeah. the card skimmer <laughs> on that joint, man. So I, you know, I don't know that we have a plan for today other than to celebrate, to talk, to break a little bit of bread, and by bread I mean this amazing whiskey you brought. Uh, can we can we talk about the the nation destroying? <laughs> 
capabilities of this particular small yes. batch whiskey. <laughs> this is this is the good stuff. This is it, oh yes, it, it is a Christmas <laughs> present from my sister. It is called Colonel E. H. Taylor Small Batch, and. Uh-huh. It is nobility when it comes to bourbon. Okay. It's also 100 proof, so you got to be careful with it. It is overproof. It is delicious. <laughs> it doesn't taste like an overproof whiskey right. it, by got, any means. It's got like a nice little cinnamon back to it yeah, and everything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like this is, this is good stuff. And so, mm-hmm. so today, when you, you said bring some beer in, let's face it, honestly, I don't have any beer in my house, shockingly. Um, <laughs> and so... Carol's like, hey, you should bring a bottle. I'm like, there's only one bottle I can bring. Like, I'm not bringing <sighs> substandard stuff to I, this you, particular recording. You, well, you guys, heard this show, like, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but today, we appreciate the vote of confidence, and we appreciate a couple bottles like, of champagne. This is car. amazing. Thank you so much, absolutely, for sharing this with us. <laughs> Are you sponsored by Sparkle nice. Donkey yet? We, well, we're not. We haven't really talked about sponsorship. We're just like closely affiliated. Acquainted, drink a lot of it. We drink a lot of <laughs> friend it. Friend of the pod, friend of the yeah, pod. Yeah, FOP, FOP. <laughs> yeah, you know me. All right, so um, it, it's been a few months since we were on, so we kind of want to talk a little bit about the <clears throat> the run of events that led to where we are today, which is um, once again what playoffs? Are we, are we MLS champions? Second. Talk again. to me about playoffs again. again. Third appearance in four years, second championship in four years against the same team. Mm-hmm. Like, best two out of three. Let's go. How far back do you want to go? Well, we got to go at least to MLS the run-up to... So, let, let's... Th- let's th- <laughs> when was the last time you recorded? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that's a valid question. <laughs> sometime in August. Well, yeah. Let's talk about sometime in August. Like, we were... It was it was kind of the middle of the season. We're going into international break. And even though we were... we the, the lowest we ever got in the standings at the end of any given week was, what, fifth place all yeah. year? It was tough. The West... While well, the Western Conference, we were three points away from either being in first place or... Right. Well, it was first so place. tight. Second place or out of the playoffs. Western Conference was basically <laughs> a tie for the whole last half yeah. of the summer. It was insane. And... And it didn't seem, I mean, you can probably listen to back episodes of this show. I wouldn't recommend it. But, <laughs> you, like, we were we were doomsaying. Like, at the beginning of the season, middle of the season, we're like, fucking log our way out. This is not working. This is not the plan. Uh, we can't get behind this. Like, how can you not sign anybody at the beginning of the year and so on and so forth? So what turned around and what changed? And is Garth Lagerway a genius? Or maybe not. I. It's funny because I Andrew. remember the more, even when they when they won the West, and then when they won to won MLS Cup. Uh-huh. I kept thinking about the opening, uh, the media day press conference where both Garth and Schmetz were talking about these are the goals that we have for the season mm-hmm. is to win the Western Conference, mm-hmm. to finish in the top half of the West, to play an MLS Cup, and hopefully play MLS Cup here. Like, yep. those words are ringing in my ear. They've been ringing throughout the last maybe 10 days or so. So to, to know that they essentially, if this is a, if this is any other sport, this is the NFL, this is the NBA, mm-hmm. it's being talked about, oh, my God, they pretty much called their shot throughout yep. the entire season. They babe-roosted it. And, they manifested it. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they burned their sage. Wait, they wait, got wait. their crystals. Oh, I thought you were talking about that shit from the 80s Mercury or 90s. It wasn't the in answer? retrograde anymore. The well, yeah. I mean, that's exactly <laughs> what they're talking about. But the funny thing is, is that throughout all secret, of this, the secret, the secret, they yeah. were... That is secret. Um, <laughs> as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, sweet Jesus, no. A very um, special episode of the yeah, Oprah Book Club. Right. But what's crazy is, like, throughout that entire time, they were like, you know what? We we feel good about the club we have. We feel good about what we're trying to do. And everybody else is like, what the hell are you exactly. talking about? Because. Yeah. LA's running away with the West, yeah. and everybody else is starting to catch up from the spring. Uh huh. But and and I'm sure we'll talk about it, you know the the principal players in in Sunday's championship game. But yeah, it was like everything that they said they were consistent on. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like oh they were fired up to you know to do anything about this. But it was just it it's crazy how those words in February even truer today and we got more stars in Portland so Portland can actually just go suck it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Andrew's over there gesturing the visual medium works really well yeah (laughs) oh yeah absolutely so here's the thing when when you talk about where we were at when you talk about the sort of doldrums of the summer and everything like there were some times of questioning the plan, but can we reiterate, we had 11 players right. between international duty and injuries. Like, no team. God, my head. We could, my, my were shouting, you screaming a lot today, Dave? My shouting has turned me into a sort of pre, mid-pubescent team Everybody's again. a little Peter my God. <laughs> But no team can lose 11 starters and still perform at the same level. Like, right. it was absolutely expected through the summer that mm-hmm. we would struggle, and that's exactly what we did. Because, yeah. you you know, Andrew, you mentioned Portland. What they do, their plan is get those guys who are just not quite good enough for the national team mm-hmm. so that they can perform when other pl- teams are losing their mm-hmm. players. Guess that what that's going to do for you in the playoffs? Not Jack so much. shit. Right. Oh, yeah, or you could do what L.A. does and just high, sign a guy that doesn't want to play for his national team. <laughs> yeah, Wait, yeah. which 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 L.A. team? Oh, because because oh. they both have the same issue <laughs> with the same team. Well, L.A.F.C. and Vela didn't. Uh, yeah, he, he didn't play for Mexico. So. <laughs> he didn't play in the Western Conference Final either. <laughs> he was there. He, he was <laughs> physically. He, he physically, was, he was there. And then Ariaga came in singing a little Miley Cyrus. I came in like a wrecking ball. Oh, yeah. And that's what happened to Carlos Vela. Also, if you're getting schooled by somebody who tucks in his jersey. Right? Sweet right? Jesus. So Her- that's, that's the thing that threw me off today is Ariaga gets subbed in. And oh I'm like, God. wait, that can't be him. His shirt's, shirts not tucked so in. in. So when Somebody he checked in. Like so when he checked in. I I was I was bound to scream. It's tucking time because I tweeted it, <laughs> and, and a few people laughed at it. I was like, Oh my god, I'm gonna make this a thing! Right. And so I was gonna scream, It's tucking time! And I'm like, It's it's he's he's not tucking in his jersey. Is he feeling okay? That's, Dude, that's the level of confidence that we had when he came out yep. of the field. Untuck it, baby. Untuck it. The victory cigar. He, he did not need his shorts up to his armpits. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, they were I, there. There was just a shirt over it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, fair. <laughs> I do love how they. Okay, so when the, I, th- I think it was when they won the West, they had like the little mural, like little mm-hmm. caricatures of everybody. So you know, you had like the ownership yep, yep. and all that. And Ariaga had his jersey tucked in, and I'm just like, <laughs> thank you, thank you for that damn consistency. Oh, and the kids Man. with the, the little Hello Kitty backpack. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's the thing: if I'm Danny Leva. Or AOC, I walk into my my local high school the next year. Yeah, um, so I just have a question, and then you just like raise your hand with the ring finger. It's like, oh, oh, sorry, my hand, my hand is. I, it's crazy. Like a lot of people are on this team are going to get a lot of rings. Like that was my first thought yeah. when everybody's walking up the podium. I'm like. That's There's a lot of, a lot of damn rings that, that they're going to have to pay for. Does the league give them, like, a budget or something? I or? don't think they do, actually. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Is it bigger than the charter flight budget? Let, let, let me worry Bumble. about... Oh, sweet. Let me worry so much about <laughs> Russell Wilson's personal finances when it comes to buying a couple rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. He's, he's got probably a lot got of money. He's only got one. <laughs> two. He's got two. He's got two. He's got his wedding Sierra. ring. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say nipple or Prince Albert. Or Why are you like this? Cover. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you? I- <laughs> I would say, why are you like this? But I feel like more of the comment is, have you met him? <laughs> is this a surprise? Actually, yeah, it's like you know, t- Tim went with Russell Wilson one day in Seattle. Just, you know, it was a clandestine adventure. <laughs> he knows things. It's me and Big Perm. <laughs> I, mean, big, I mean, Big Worm. Big worm. Oh, my God. Uh, you brought us here for this. Thank game. God, oh, there's a girl on this podcast yeah, to keep it to civilized. Keep it, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so, uh, so I guess we're going okay, into we, another segment. I don't. We were talking about the middle of the season. Not sure yeah, yeah. what the heck. <laughs> and once happening. we got, so we had a, I, we just had a lot of really weird shit happening. We had no stability on the back line, so we were letting goals in like. Like what? Our goal differential was like second or third worst in the in the. I think our goal differential was one at the end of the season. It was plus three, plus three, which is not okay. what you would expect to have a second seed. No, no, <laughs> and it just so it was, it was just kind of messy. And 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 Stefan Fry, can we talk about Stefan Fry being a god a little bit later? We'll definitely do that. Oh yeah. Um, once the once the midfield and the attacking started getting some stability, like what four, five weeks, six weeks out, like things just started to fall into place, and the the four center back combinations, uh, you know, Ariaga and uh, and and Torres and Kim and Marshall. Uh, well, no. <laughs> Why you gotta do that to me? Like it, we got some stability, and then things got shuffled up again. And then you know, Salam, uh, and then and, and they just seem to be working really interchangeably. And you could tell I listened to extra time today, uh, but it—that was the thing. Like as soon as we got some stability in any part of our, uh, any part of our field, any part of our formations, uh, any part of our our, our strategy at all, our, our tactics at all, we were able to use each of those as an anchor to strengthen everything else it seemed and that just it just it was so exciting to see and schmetzer doing what he did this year with the resources that he had is and everybody's going to be talking about this but it's just it's amazing how undersung and how 
amazingly talented that man actually is as a coach, as a people leader, like a, like not your traditional, like distant, aloof, aloof, aloof or aloof, 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 aloof manager who, you know, only wants to talk to the other coaches and only brings people in when there's something going on. Like he's, 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 he's a, he's a parental figure to all these guys. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? He dealt with a lot this year, too. He did. Because you had his, a mentor and a friend mm-hmm. in Ziggy pass away. Then his father, mm-hmm. right before the season, and going through that, trying to lead this team, mm-hmm. going through the peaks and the valleys. And not, and, and not giving up. And maintaining the mindset of, I know what this team can do, even in their worst moments. Mm-hmm. I look at the, to me, the U.S. Open Cup loss was maybe their lowest <clears throat> point of the season because it was your home against a rival, mm-hmm. everything, like nobody's happy, right. <laughs> like everything right. was going wrong, it was a- and then you lose the U.S. Open Cup against your rival, they're celebrating, and he's just got to deal with the fact that mm-hmm. Portland kind of sort of owns us right now. Well, they were fully stocked for that game, true, and we true. were not. Like mm-hmm. we had Victor yeah. Rodriguez as our number ten. Yeah, no Ladero. I don't think Raul was here. Raul was not there, or he had I, just got I, back. But it was it was almost, not a almost got it. Yeah, and it almost was not a good and, spot. And for what it's worth, like Steve Clark stood on his goddamn head for that yeah. skin. If you remember the shot by Wingo right at mm-hmm. right at the stoppage time, like yeah. I thought that was gonna go in, like. There should have been more. It just seemed like it's just like, but yeah, it's exactly what you're saying. Like, it just didn't seem like it was in the cards for us at that point. And it's like at that point, who's gonna look in the future and see like, okay, you got LA, LAFC running away with a league. Mm-hmm. You got the East looks really strong. What are we even doing here? Like, there's no, there's nothing to get excited about. Yeah. But this is also exactly why Schmetzer is like leveling up as a legend. Like he became Seattle legend the instant he took us to the 2016 Cup mm-hmm. because that wasn't going to happen. That was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And so he became Seattle legend. But now I think he's MLS legend. Like mm-hmm. the Sounders are defining this era of MLS. And Schmetzer is the reason for that. And he's going to go out in the same like, like, level as Bruce Arena and Ziggy Schmidt like that's that's the company that Brian Schmetzer is going to be talked about in and it's because of this two wins in four years you know three visits to the final like this was his like leveling up like he's he's a whole new like he he validated I think what a lot of people in this region thought and MLS people but for the casual MLS fan you know, you talk about your Bob Bradley. You know, we, we we make fun of Bob Bradley, but uh-huh. Bob Bradley's got the cred for He's that. He's a yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. But you look at you. I'll tell you. Yeah. Just ask him. Yeah. <laughs> well, while 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 trying to tack on iPhone accessories to your already egregious bill, um, how many cameras do I need? But, at least three more. But you don't know. But no. But as like Schmetzer. His consistency and in in his wording and his message and the fa- the connection to the fans and you know you had the whole Iron Front thing mm-hmm. and he he stood he was a bit more bold than I thought he would be mm-hmm. in supporting ECS and ECS supporting them mm-hmm. so to see the moment where he stood on that platform 
uh, and thanked ECS. Your boy got a little emotional. Yeah. I wasn't crying or anything, but it was just like, <laughs> damn. It was like, damn, this uh, dude. It's this not is me. the dude right I'm here. I'm not crying. It's the pepper spray. I was. Wow. <laughs> Why pepper spray, Tim? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it, maybe it was the smoke. Somebody yeah, popped some was, smoke today. Yeah, somebody brought a lot of smoke bombs, and yeah, no, we were getting. We, <laughs> it was quite potent. So somebody didn't follow the signage that said no uh, pyrotechnics. Anyway, no Fumar uh, and El Baño. <laughs> when you have seventy thousand people yeah. coming in, like they did not do a great job of security today. Well, just... But it took them like sixty oh, seconds t- per person per bag to fucking get. Anyway, it was we didn't terrible. Talk about security theater, but yeah. God damn, that was a pain in the but ass. But did you die? But my point is, <laughs> we didn't. Nobody died all day. All right. Michael Bradley's pride did. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the Bradley, Bradley family. family in general. Yeah. Oh, we need so, Thanksgiving going to be like, hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Thanksgiving is just going to be Michael and Bob, and they're going to be at a long-ass table, like a 12-foot table. <laughs> and Andy and, Rose no, is going to no. be there. <laughs> And and they're gonna be like eight. They're gonna be like eight feet apart, and they're just gonna be sitting there with this like with the most depressing dried up turkey Dry ever. Because it got roasted twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Maybe they'll have goose. Hey. Yeah. And, Sh- so- and Schmetzer's gonna say, "Hey, loser, say what?" Quick, <laughs> hang up. How you feeling today, Bob? Yeah. Hey, I'm feeling a lot better than you. Happy Thanksgiving, motherfucker. Oh my I feel God. a lot better than Bob. No. Uh, could you could you pass the cranberry sauce? So get lost. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Now I just Who's I, asked for cranberry sauce. Who's asking that? Who's asking that question? And so it's and it's the canned cranberry sauce too. That's right. It's me jellied. Then. It's nasty. I really want Andy Rose to live tweet that entire Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I think we should, for real, I think we could, you know, whenever this comes out, hopefully it's by Andy Thanksgiving, tweet Andy Rose right and now. ask Andy Rose uh, just to put on a GoPro at dinner. <laughs> he just, he's like, you know, Bob's like, Andy, why? What's that? What's that? What's that thing on your Don't head? Don't worry about it. Don't no, worry about it, Bob. Dude, just, dude, just. I got migraines. Just to help out with my migraines. Are Are you sure? Yep. Yep. And like, and like two weeks later, what's that thing on your head, Andy? Uh, it's hair, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then Michael's just sitting there complaining. Who was he? T- okay, so I was trying to figure who right. he was talking to after the game. Because, like, as as the entire celebration's going on, he's having this, like, kind of sort of borderline passionate conversation. I don't know if it was with Don Garber or somebody from MLS in a suit, but he's just <laughs> unhappy. And I'm like, no, he's speaking to a manager, and he is not happy. <laughs> That's Karen. Oh, my God. It was Karen Bradley just talking to a manager and just, he's just going to go speak to a manager. He's got the haircut and everything. Actually, there is no hair, right. but you know yeah. there will I, be. I got Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make this happen now. I think the I, I think the big storyline for this year, when people look look back at it in a couple of years, is you know, they were talking on the radio today about you know, just kind of half joking about how the Seattle Sounders actually invented MLS. Well, yeah, <laughs> and. And and but that's soccer the, in general, like yes. LAFC and Atlanta 
building up the 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 the, the MLS 3.0. We're going to get these super high players. We're going to build these amazing stadiums. We're going to have standing, and we're going to have like we're going to build the supporter culture from real grassroots and make it happen. And 3252 and whatever they call that bullshit in Atlanta. And but the but, Golden Spike crew. The I don't Golden know. yeah. What, <laughs> we hit a Golden Spike, yay! Okay, yay. keep going. Atlanta can suck it, by the way. But yeah, whatever. totally. But I mean, and they did a good job of that, and they ran roughshod all over like Atlanta one year, two years in a row, really, and then LAFC with the uh, with uh, Joseph and or I'm sorry, I keep saying Joseph's on LAFC, but Magic Johnson will give him enough money, he'll go. The the <laughs> yeah, it, the story is that okay, no matter what you do. Brian Schmetzer is going to run all over your shit, and MLS is going to pretend you, like if you this could just was say that plan. again, like uh, Macho Man, that would be great. Yeah, oh yeah, mm-hmm. whatever you do, whatever you do, wherever you go, when you wake up in the morning, Brian Schmetzer <laughs> is going to run all over your shit. Freak out, man! Yeah, <laughs> snap into a slim jim. Anybody have any processed meat products? Can we talk about how, like, LAFC, yes. yes, is setting records, but, like, there's also three times as many teams in the league as there right. were when, like, D.C. was trying to set right. records? So, like, eh, Well, at the same yeah. time, yeah, D.C., I mean, D.C.'s records are, I mean, we have all these trophies, but there were only four teams. It's like right. the Canadian <laughs> Championship. Like, oh, you, you have a... 30% chance if you just show up, you're going to win one of these. Right. It's like writing your name on the SAT. You kind of sort of get graded <laughs> once you show up. So You're going to get a 250. Yeah. Um, but no, no, it's it's crazy how LAFC and, and Atlanta United have become like the quote-unquote glamour teams in ML- mm-hmm. MLS. But Shiny new objects. It, and it's weird. They're very shiny, though. Yeah. They are very shiny. It, it, it's weird because it's like, okay – yeah, right now. you have all the money. You got you know you got the resources, but at the same time, you aren't any. You truly aren't any better than you know a Toronto, a, a Seattle, an LA Galaxy. Like I look at LAFC, and I'm like, okay, so you're kind of like you have a shiny new. You have a shiny new look to you, but you're no different than these other teams. Yeah, but. Atlanta. MLS was really pushing. They want LAFC to win a championship. To win a championship. Yeah. Well, they didn't get that this uh, year. Well, no, they didn't. They can suck it. So, but I mean, you're, to your point, like when when the, the the this the designated player kind of model is starting to get a little washed to me because as soon as Joseph Martinez or Ibrahimovic have a bad day. The whole team has a really bad day, like and Atlanta against Toronto, and it stretches. I think it's interesting that I think it's interesting we talk about the um, legacy of LAFC, and you know I don't think you can deny the fact, like when you look at the points totals, when you look at the mm-hmm. goals, when you look at a plus forty, what plus forty eight goddamn goal oh, differential, that is crazy good mm-hmm. over the regular season, over and, seventy points. Yeah, it's like, it's it's just nuts, but. Unless you can find a way to win that title. Keep in mind, they lost the uh, U.S. Open Cup. Mm-hmm. They lost in the playoffs. They didn't win anything. And it's like when you talk about the biggest teams, the best teams in the history of MLS, what teams do you talk about? You talk about Seattle Columbus, Sounders. D.C., mm-hmm. Seattle. Toronto FC. Yep. Particularly like the 27 Toronto really stands out and everything. 
When's the last time anyone talked about the Red Bulls last year? The Red Bulls being the first team to ever break 70 points. They were having a massive season, but they didn't win the Open Cup. They didn't lost in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Eh, who cares? You know, good job. You did it in the regular season. That doesn't mean anything here. Right. You almost got the supporters. If this were in Europe, congratulations. But here... If anything, it's more evidence for, like, Red Bulls going to Metro. Like, you just (laughs) expect it. I mean, all this talk about the the supporter shield we loved the supporter shield until we lost in him and then know, in the playoffs matter. yeah and then it doesn't matter now the the supporter shield could be a good measure if it was equal if we played everybody home and away right but you look at some of the teams and i mean shoot for example we only travel to the east every other year mm-hmm. and they travel here every other year well what if you're just happen to be fortunate and you know maybe maybe the torontos have to come to your neighborhood maybe the yeah. the the you know the the good teams have to travel that particular year, yeah. And then you're piling up all these points, and now you have the shield. But technically, you know, it's it's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's equal. And it's. Oh. I want to say, you know, several years ago when it was, you know, just perfect and back and forth, one one home, one away. Then it's a little bit better of a, a measuring stick. But now it's a crapshoot. You know, you're the healthiest team. L.A. was the healthiest team. Vela didn't leave for national team duty. Mm-hmm. He didn't get hurt, but then the minute he did. They dropped like three games in a row. So I'm like, okay, well, just maybe that was what Schmetzer was looking at. Just kick the shit out of this guy and we should be fine. <laughs> we will sacrifice Ariaga because he's going to get a red card anyway. Sacrifice him. They had Jair Marufo as ref. Like nothing was going to happen. Nothing was <laughs> getting called. And How that was crazy the best was that? The, the entire season. I mean, the first, oh, okay. Next year, pay attention. The first three, four weeks of the season, red cards galore. Everybody's getting carded for, you know, for, for anything. And then playoffs, they fucking swallow the whistle. <laughs> well, the thing Unbelievable is, today. Jair Marufo in the, was the ref of the LAFC LA. Sounders game. And he's particularly like, I have a thing about Jair Marufo. And Mr. Bowling will hey, look at me like I'm an idiot <laughs> every time I say this. But he's not a bad ref. He's very fair. But he's really reluctant to make any calls whatsoever. Like, unless yes. you someone's leg is broken, he's not interested. He will tell you to get up. And too many times in our past, we wouldn't play up to that. People would be <sighs> dominating us, be pounding into mm-hmm. our players and fouling like crazy because they knew who was on the field and they knew they could get away with it and we didn't. This was the first time we said, you know what? We know this guy's in the field. We're coming in hard. You know, when Ariaga comes in plowing into Vela on the end line, and Marufo says, get up. That sets up. Five minutes later, he does the same thing in the box. Marufo cannot call that as a penalty because he wouldn't call it outside the box. He He's very consistent. Yeah. So, like, that was the first time. It's what Nate used to say about the dark arts is that mm-hmm. the Sounders are finally learning those dark arts. So, Oh, dear God, yes. Uh, <laughs> L.A. at L.A., um, the Marufo conversation. Watching that game, I was like, oh, man, this is the first time I can remember getting you know getting the away call treatment where the referees seem to go out of their way not to be influenced by the home crowd usually in seattle the other teams kind of get away with murder like you were saying Mm -hmm. and the referees are reluctant like you said to call anything again you know they don't want to be swung by the whatever we had 30 40 thousand people in the stands so at la i felt well, they're kind of getting jobbed by the ref this time. That's neat. <laughs> Usually it's us. That's the Salazar thing, right? I, I will say one of those handballs probably should have been called. Yes. I'm not sure which one, but at least one of them. <laughs> one of the three today. But, yeah. 
I'll well, take it. Yeah, and then Bradley's bitching about something. I'm like, you you did have a handball that broke up our transition, and you got away with it. So I was telling the fans behind me, like, all right, we kind of owed somebody one just to yeah. clean the karma, you know. Well, and I was waiting to see how someone was going to make the argument that we didn't deserve this particular win. Because in 2016, we didn't deserve it because we didn't put a single shot on goal. And in 2017, we didn't deserve it because even though Josie Altador was offside, like, we just didn't show up to play. And you know what? I'm kind of on board with that argument. But three to one, <laughs> like, okay, argue about whichever one goal you want to there was a margin. Like, <laughs> yeah, it, did, it didn't come down. We to earned one this one. And even the Altador goal, it was like basically it, everybody was ready for the damn game to end. Yep, and yep. Josie just puts one on, you know, and it's like, oh, all right, moving oh, on. Well, like, well, like I was, like I was telling them in the car on the way here. I was like, yeah, Josie Altador scored, but nobody. Nobody really gave a shit. No, I, honestly, I, I didn't notice. Like, I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're right back to the field and kind of like in the middle of cheering. I turned again. I'm like, did, did they just score? Yeah, yeah. they did. Well, I've said the same thing. Did they, right. did they just score? And I'm thinking, well, maybe they, yeah, I'm thinking, okay, yeah, yeah, please. It'll take more time Shrug. off the clock while everyone's because batting I, each other on the back. I saw Fry dive and I was like, oh, the ball got past him. And I'm just like, oh, I'm in my, in the, the first thing I thought was, how much stoppage time is left? Because, like, this game should be over. Um, and then they kind of took the ball down one more time, and I'm like, "Hey, ref, you should, you should hey, ref, like you get that like anxiety when somebody's getting too close. You're like, "Hey, ref, can you, can you blow the whistle, please?" And then they, he blew the whistle, and it was just like, "Oh, thank God, it's over." You know, I something happened after the game. Um, like the referees were kind of you know getting getting gold medals and whatnot, and the linesman that was on my side, which would have been the uh, east side he was he was getting really emotional and choked up about something and i'm like uh, people were kind of flipping him shit and i'm like eh, maybe there's something going on in his life and this is you know for those guys it's the mls cup yeah I it's mean, like for those guys it's, yeah, it's a big I, deal that guy actually i know who you're talking about because he put a picture on twitter and he talked about like 217 career games over the last 15 years comes to this 90 minutes and we got it right. We did a good game. And that's all I wanted and I'm proud to be here and the emotions Aww. overcame me. And it's, he's got a picture of himself like hiding in his shirt yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was oh, right, that's, that's right awesome. in front of us. Oh, yeah. Maybe well, they can go I mean, sing carols at Bob Bradley's And, and, and here's the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I got, hey, I got, Michael, suck it. I, I will Michael, suck it. I, I will try to be very fair when games are called unfairly in our favor, I know a lot of fans are like, eh, we deserve to blow up. But it's like, not, it's like, for example, one of those handballs in, L in LA probably was yeah. deserved. I can't think of a single thing. Like, I know Michael Bradley was complaining about that quote unquote foul by uh, Christian Roldan, but it's like, well, yeah, that transitioned into a goal, but that was like almost a full minute later. Like, we crossed yeah. the entire field. There was mm -hmm. so much that happened between. Yeah. It's not like we scored because a foul that wasn't called, and it wasn't a foul anyway. He didn't call the exact same thing on them two minutes earlier. So it was like, honestly, like, to this linesman's credit, yes, they nailed it. Like, yeah, I will they, they I will complain about the refs so much, but these guys... They this, nailed it today. This is the, the I'm he's probably glad he didn't uncle it and and have to have to sleep at night. I, thank God he <laughs> thank, 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 thank God Uncle Ted wasn't there. Because um, I was saw, at LA. He, 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 when I saw that, when I saw the sheet, I was like, 
Was he um, VAR or something? Yeah, fourth. Okay. He was fourth right. Yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> All you got to do is work that board, baby. I was like, you God, can't screw no, this up. Ted, Just press the buttons. Please, no. <laughs> Not now, Ted. 18 minutes of stoppage time. No, Damn it. That's that you're right. The, the referees were not an issue. There were no there was no controversy. You know, in 2016, we got played off the pitch, but we ended up, you know, I guess winning on a technicality, which is, you know, overtime and penalties. 2017, we got played off the pitch and we lost deservedly. If it wasn't if it wasn't Josie's goal, I honestly that Josie's goal was off and then who was it Nuhu or was it Jovan Jones? It was Nuhu that tried to dribble out of the back, got dispossessed by Vasquez for mm. the second goal. Um, so, I mean, we whatever. Fry stood on his freaking... Dude. On his... I mean, come on, man. That punch out in... Oh well, I'm God. talking... I'm still talking... Oh, sorry. To, at Toronto. I'm just thinking like, about today. We didn't deserve yeah. to win, and, and if it wasn't for Fry, it would have gone into double digits. So, I'm like, all right, fine. But this one, this one was for style points. We won fair and square, mm-hmm. and... Uh, yeah, they had the possession. They we had put the our foot in their ass. But I... Like there, they. It wasn't like RSL where they had nothing. Like they had all the possession, but they did nothing with it. They created some real good chances, and Fry in particular had that save in the first half. Oh that stretch up, like stretched out punch out. Yeah, right. Dude. So it scared the crap out of me. Low but, ball skipping, but on like wet surface, boom. We were holding on by our fingernails on defense, but that's what I think the game plan was: give them the ball and yep. find the counter, and that's what we did. And so it's like. Like, that I was the game possible, plan, but and, and Toronto almost it. had too much possession. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, weird. I don't think they were happy. I don't think Schmitz was happy about our first half. I don't think that went like it looked like we were kind of getting well, lost around. I'm yeah, like, oh, I crap. Mean, this is our home game, and this nothing's changed. There were some dodgy moments where, like, they had our three defenders on the right hand side, or yeah, Fry's right hand side, just kind of corralled. And you could see the channel that Michael Bradley would run up to catch a cross to just dump it right in. I was say, there was a, there was a there was a, like a thirty minute stretch. I was like talking to mm-hmm. Tim and Nate that everything that could have gone wrong at that moment, mm-hmm. like everything just flips mm-hmm. over. Yep, just a good. It could have happened. Yep, and it didn't. And once. You got the goal by Leardom. I'm like, okay. <laughs> this, but it still didn't click maybe until the second goal where it was like, okay, I think this is actually going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you, in the, Toronto, they had their lines up so so far and they were controlling. I mean, they were absolutely controlling the midfield. And so you're just like, okay. Get some possession, get some, but they were doing such a good job, but they just couldn't finish in the final third. Whether it was, you know, somebody deflecting the ball out, whether it was a fry save, like everything mm-hmm. that could have gone wrong in that final third, it didn't, didn't happen. Yeah. And hell, even the Altador goal felt like, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Like, just in the game. But, I mean, Kelvin Leardham, his ability to just see. <laughs> To just see a goal, like beating the keeper to far post from short. How do you do that? <laughs> Deflecting by the center back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I did see someone on, someone on Twitter right, say, fine. like, a goal that would have been called an own goal in any league in the world. <laughs> yeah. <except> MLS. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. So, I mean, yeah, the ball, uh, what, second half, the ball gets played pretty much from the left side to the right side. Leardham, you know, takes a good touch, beats one guy in traffic, kind of hits a shot. I want to – did it deflect two people? No, it just deflected one guy. All right. And then you yeah. face your own goal. <clears throat> Keeper was 
you know, beat far post, but it probably would have gone wide. Yeah. Oh, it would have gone wide, but he was, it was such a position for him that even when the deflection hit, there was nothing. He, he was so far over or he was over far enough that even reaching back, you you get nothing. No. And, and, and Leardom wasn't even the, the part that, we're all looking at each other like we're cheering, but did that even go in? <laughs> Leardom didn't seem that enthusiastic about it. He's he's been more enthusiastic about cards that he didn't deserve than than the goals that he didn't deserve. <laughs> did it feel poetic? Okay, and I'm just thinking about all three goals. Like if you think about the season, Leardom from about February to June, it was either an assist or it was a goal that oh, he, he was on had. Fire. He was right. even the first the first two or three games. Yeah. he was like. Who is this guy? Why is he scoring? Yeah, there was very, uh, very, very early on talk about like we didn't really see him as like the golden boot leader, but I guess here we go. Yeah, (laughs) it was like this is kind of weird, but you know what? Screw it, let's go with it. It's goals per minute average. Yeah, in fact, I remember an early game where we gave up just a stupid goal, and someone um, said something about it's like, "Hey, who's got cover that?" And Liam's there. Don't look at me. I'm a goal scorer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh god. But yeah, no, it's it, it, it just felt like all the goals were poetic. Like, it was, you know, the one that sealed it. Victor's goal, you know, he basically, this man had no hip (laughs) throughout the season. Yeah, yeah. Because it was just, he, I mean, it was like, because I even go out to practice and you're watching and you're like, oh, he's out there running laps again. Well, okay, that's cute. We know he's not going to play. Hey, this is Steve, host of the Flounders B-Team podcast. Flounders B-Team is part of the Channel 253 Network, a group of podcasters committed to making Tacoma a better place to live, work, play, and listen. We've got lots of great shows like Citizen Tacoma, hosted by Candace Rood, a truthful look at the state of politics in and around the city, and We Are Tacoma with Eric Hamburg, taking a close look at the vibrant art scene. If you're listening to Flounders B-Team, you might know Nate Bowling from the Nerd Farmer podcast and Hope Teague co-host of the interchangeable white lady both taking deep looks at issues with nationwide impact through a local lens you can help support independent media by becoming a member of channel 253 at channel253.com forward slash membership not only will you help us grow and improve the network but you'll have access to special members only events giveaways and early access content become a member today at channel253.com forward slash membership and thanks for supporting the flounders b-team podcast (laughs) <laughs> um, but for him to get that goal, and then at the end, the guy who has been there, the constant, the the one guy that Toronto had not seen, shows up big. So You're talking about like, cold face killer. <clears throat> yes, ghost face, cold face. Yes, cold. Fr- frosty face. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but yes, <laughs> Taylor Twellman, the fourteen cold, chambers of cold the aortic killer. Something. Cold. The thing, the thing about okay. that goal that Frosty. I think is like really poetic and really perfect is I've seen him like over the past two and a half years that he's been on the team make that cut and try and mm-hmm. curl it to the far post a million times and he never quite yeah. got never oh, got yeah. oh you're talking about you're talking about Rodriguez, Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah I thought we were talking about the last goal yeah. oh no yeah and, and so tiny Spaniard. Yeah, and Tiny Span just just he finally got that perfect curl right around Westberg's hand, mm-hmm. right and slots it right into the mm-hmm. post. Exactly what he's been trying to do for two and a half years. Yep. He couldn't have nailed it at a better time. And I'm not gonna say that I'm gonna like knock him down in an alley and take his MVP <laughs> award from him. 
But I really would have given it to Gustav. Like, I just... (laughs) Gustav? You're on on for like 28 minutes and you get the MVP. That's not right. I don't mean... I get that it was the award-winning goal, but sorry, your point. Gustav Gustav in the midfield, when Toronto was making that push in the second half, he had a deflection Mm -hmm. or he had an interception that was like... Holy shit, Gustav. Because you're thinking to yourself... Okay, Toronto is going to start some action in the final third. And Gustav was like, no, 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 nope, <laughs> nope, not today. Not he was, today. He was he... channeling Ozzy. Yep. It, yes. <laughs> yeah, he's really, yes. I mean, he's finding his place next to Christian on, in that, in that defensive position. I've got a, I've got a poop face from. I'm just thinking like roster moves are going to happen. Yeah. Well, and so that's the, that's the next thing we need to talk about. We have a couple of things that we need to discuss before we end this thing in about 15 minutes or so, but we need to talk about, um, about expansion draft, what that looks like, who we're going to protect if we can. Are we though? I don't, cause Uh, I don't remember them doing it. They're doing stopped it. Like after LA, no, I thought they're no, going to do. They said they talked no, about stopping like it, but they've announced that they're going did to. Did they do expand it. for Cincinnati? Yeah, that's uh, that was an eighteen for nineteen. Did yeah. they just not take anyone? <laughs> not anyone good. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure they didn't like. I think they killed it. I swear. So if we but lose, I, just, I know everybody. Tam, they are actually doing <laughs> it this year. I the know that. Follow on to uh, if we lose anybody. Are we going to have any off-season signings? Or are we going to continue with that pattern? <laughs> no indication that's going to happen, I guess. Um, and again, Garth Lagerway is he is he just an evil genius, or do we is there anything that we learn from this season that's going to be applied to next year so we win another damn cup? Like we just need to shut the fuck up. Apparently, whatever they're doing is working. Yeah, yeah. Like Garth is not worried about what the Flounders B team is saying in April 2019. He was paying real close attention, man. Surely, surely. (sighs) Yeah, no. I don't know. I mean, everything we talked about, everything we rail upon. Schmetzer, I was probably one of those. Like I had this conversation with Nico. Not uh, Nico Moreno, not Nico Ladero. Uh, like, so okay, if, your coach if, sucks. No, no, I was having this conversation. I was like, okay, so what, what do we do if if there is a uh, life after Brian? What does that look like? Man, does he does he just you know fall on his sword and just like, hey, I gotta go, uh, maybe make something up, or does he leave? Then what do we do? We have who's our next in line? Do we have Gonzalo Pineda? Do we have? You know, uh, Precky, or you know, he's he's coach of the year. Do you go higher out? Well, but but I mean, then I was like, oh god, you know, what's going to happen? Do we have guys like, you know, like Ziggy that stay a little too long, and then maybe some of our coaching staff or upper office guys get pulled we away got, to other clubs because Gino's going to be looking for a job yeah. soon. Okay, first off, first <laughs> off, I don't need your negativity, <laughs> sir. M- Mourinho is. Uh, Oh my god, that's even but, worse. But no, I'm not. I'm not depressed at so all. So what's what's I, is it? Thanks, Dave. I feel like we gotta back oh, this up a little. Brian Schmitzino or Schmitzatino? <laughs> which is a better? But he's he's fine. I, I feel mean, like we gotta back this up a little bit though, because there's no indication. I mean, unless he's gonna be like, I'm going out on top, kids. But I don't see no, Schmitzer. No, doing no, 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 no. Don't jump going? to any. This is this is just like this is when things were bad. Yeah. Right. And okay. this is when we met uh, uh, Nico and Matt Pence. Yeah, yeah. You know, probably the last fucking episode. That was basically we had the out. last show we put out. And but that's when things were bad. I'm like, what? What do we do? And, and this is just me. I'm like, I, I imagine if this is going to happen, 
you know, just like I don't want to jinx us. If we're going to have a parade, what does that look like? When does that happen? Where, you know. But, Tuesday. You're a logistics yeah. kind of guy. I know. I just want to know if it's going to ha- anyway, If we have to go through a coaching change, you know, what does that look like? Do we let him go? Do we ask him to, to step aside? And then, you know, I, I don't want to lose our assistant coaches because maybe they're butting heads with people, which everything's fine. Don't every both two or three listeners at home. Take a breath. This Take is breath. fine. <laughs> yeah. I, I I was just concerned. Like, whoa, are, are we? Well, if what we does, do Schmetzer I mean, out, what does that look like? Well, what's funny about that is people were wondering if there was a rift in the front office, if there was a rift on the team at all and even when i was kind of looking at well, it when the guys were subbing off they were like pissed yeah. and they weren't well, shaking hands knew who knew who gonna knew who <laughs> and we and we all love them but yeah i mean and, and even schmetzer explained whether you know in a very pissed off manner to yours truly <laughs> uh <laughs> who's asked that question that, get lost that why don't you pound sand, buddy? <laughs> yeah. So, but no. But seriously, it was one of those. It was one of those situations during the season where it, I, I think if, if people had, and I'm not saying that you know that the information was wrong or whatever, but I never got any indication that anybody was like on the way out. Mm-hmm. It's like they steadied the course mm-hmm. throughout the entire season, which is crazy because it's like, you know, you get all this outside influence, people aren't happy, but the thing is, you had got you brought guys in, you hadn't really lined up proper, you know, backline pairings. Mm-hmm. So guys are trying to, you know, get used to each other mm-hmm. and international break which Sorry, but MLS, you absolutely fumble fucked in the international break, <laughs> and yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. Well, and one of the things that Schmetzer does really well is handling the thing about like when you lose players. Like, look over his tenure; he lost um, Clint Dempsey, he lost Chad Marshall, he lost Jordan Morris for a year, and sort of the prime point of his development mm-hmm. and like whatever tools he has he will find a way to win the only reason we didn't advance far enough in the playoffs last year was because an incredibly crazy game against portland yeah like that was so close that really could have gone either way and if i think if we beat portland there i don't think anyone ever had a question about schmetzer and now here we are three title or three uh finals in four years two titles <laughs> you know what are you going to argue with? Like, he can take whatever tools you have and figure it out. We got so many stars. We're going to change our name to Constellation FC. <laughs> also, Dave made a good point. A year ago today, Seattle lost to Portland. That was today? A today. Today. Oh, Somebody's been on that in your Facebook. Memories. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my head. Yeah, this is creepy. Honestly, you and I should not okay, be this way okay. So first off, screw both of you because it actually did show up on Facebook memories. Um, but no, because I have a picture from the game, and yeah, like it was a year ago today that that Portland and Seattle oh, played possibly the create my first game on the Sounders beat, which R.I.P. Yeah. Um, How many of your friends have birthdays today? I don't know. I don't care about that. I know my dad's birthday's in a few days. You know what? Shut up. If if you think about a year ago today, it was like the worst loss in Sounders history. People are just kind of shell-shocked at that point. And it's like, okay, you move forward. 
you know, Garth and Schmetz have the declaration of, hey, we're going to do some big things this year. And everybody's like, yeah, mm-hmm. you are because you've always made the playoffs and everybody kind of expects it. And then it's like, I think you guys are going to do big things this year. And now it's like, holy shit. And so y'all that, did some big things this year. Yeah. Y'all did some things. Well, and that's the next thing that I, I kind of want to talk about before we kind of wrap this up and get our final impressions and, and maybe tease up some end of year stuff. But because of the, the, the change in timing for CONCACAF champions league, we have, there are, there are four MLS teams that have, is it four or five that actually have a birth in CONCACAF champions league? Is this the Canadians year gets one? When we and US gets three, yeah, okay. So we have four. Is this the year that Garth Lagerway actually takes that seriously? I mean, because we heard on the on the radio today, and we heard in the interviews, yeah, we want to be taken seriously as an international competitive club. Is this the year that we actually take these external competitions seriously, like Open Cup and uh, Champions League, or are we going to whiff Champions League like we did two years ago? What do you? I mean, what do you do? There's the curse of the Champions League, and it's Atlanta shat the bed because they had a new coach and didn't do. They bombed out of Champions League. Toronto got to the end, like a, a Bradley moonshot, and it killed their season. And their season oh, was true. fucked. Yeah. They never recovered. They, I don't even. Yeah, they didn't make the playoffs at all. And I would still, I would argue the point of like anything less than winning the Open Cup means you don't care about the Open Cup. I don't think this team, I think this team more than any other team in the league cares about the Open Cup. That's how we made our name. And I, yeah, but you can't say that when we're, when we're like rolling out C team. It's it's a catch we have. In in 15, we we got Oba and, and it's the Oba's out, Deuce's out because he can't control himself and, yeah, I. <laughs> what do you do? You, you go all in, yeah, and then you, you lose, it. or you just kind of go half. I don't know. I, and here's the thing: like you play to win the game. <laughs> for <laughs> this year, yeah, we sent out a C team because that's all we had. Yeah, like there everyone was, a, everyone was gone was or injured. Sick. That was yeah. like there missing was... eleven starters. That's a team. Like that's a, that's team. a plane that's crash. A yeah. is what that is. Like. <laughs> <laughs> You were not wrong about that. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Taking it dark. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, no, dear God, no. Yeah. But if we go, oh, yeah. And if we go to to Central America, somebody's going to crash in like the, the Andes or well, some shit. We need to start that part of the. Stop it. Well, no, no, no. But no, no. What's crazy is like, I, I remember Peru. watching or Chile. Utah, I remember watching Utah away. And I think I this was after, this was maybe a week or two before Portland away. And I'm watching this team, and they just look completely out of it. It mm-hmm. was a Utah team that, five, you know, maybe six, seven times out of ten, you beat them. But is that, they, is that right after their coach got fired? Yeah. yeah. And then they had to go on the road. And, and it, they just completely looked absolutely out of it. Yet, when you put those two teams on the field, it was like, okay, which one is having the issues right now? Mm-hmm. Because – and I think that at that point it's like they may they might make the playoffs, but it ain't gonna last long. But then everything just starts clicking at the right time, and we're sitting here Sunday night. The the hours after Seattle wins an MLS Cup, and I'm over here like, 
how in the hell did this happen? Is this real life? <laughs> and like, yeah. even as recently as like after watching the Dallas game, did any of you guys think that this was a team <laughs> that was going to win MLS Cup? <laughs> like they barely, and Dallas barely squeaked in the playoffs, and mm-hmm. the Sounders barely squeaked past them. Mm-hmm. So close, honestly. Like, let's face it. As much as I love or the just Sounders, a collective well, if it wasn't for. <laughs> At the end of regular time, Acosta can't figure out how to put a cross to a wide-open guy uh-huh. on the far post. Then Dallas moves on, Sounders is out, and everyone calls this entire season a failure. That's how thin the mar- yeah. margins are. Yeah. Or even L.A. Like, walking like walking into L.A., honest question, who among this table thought, no one these in guys this are entire walking. city. Vegas had them <laughs> six to one. Yeah, six well, to one. Okay, so they score the first goal. They score the first goal, and it's like, oh, that's cute. All right, yeah. we get some hope. And then when's it was LA like, gonna well, like? Yeah. You know, see, that's the thing is everyone expected LAFC to just run through us mm-hmm. because they had the first time. the The second time they played us, they couldn't score on nine of us, but. <laughs> they had a such fun a fun game to watch, but it was kind of a fun great, game to watch. Yeah, they had such a great season, but they they ran into LA Galaxy, and that was their that was their Super Bowl. That was their Super Bowl. They won that game. Ah! MLS trolling on Chicago Fire. Uh, that's uh, we, we need to put this on official record. So what happened Sorry, is ahead. there is some janky guy outside the stadium selling these hats that say 2019 MLS World Cup <laughs> Seattle Sounders, <laughs> which means nothing. <laughs> MLS official account comes back with, hey, Chicago Fire, Seattle beat you to it. <laughs> So good. You know so much going on there. Oh my God. That is just absolutely. That's a joke that requires so much background information. Oh, yeah. Well, that, oh, yeah. Uh, that, this is insane. That's a tough one. Oh, that's my God. That's obviously somebody, yeah, somebody did not. Oh, look, uh, it's a snapback. Quality, yeah. Did not this, quality control that. This season was an absolute roller coaster, and it's funny. It's a wild fucking ride. Because. There were so many times you're like, okay, this team can make a deep run. And then you're like, in the same breath, no, this team cannot make a deep run. And the LA game, I think we're all like, this is going to, it's cute. Made a final. Mm-hmm. LAFC is going to turn it on. And then you're watching it and you're like, oh, did that just, uh, okay, wait, huh? <laughs> this, this game is still going. And is the score bug broken? Have I missed something? And, and- not only that, but on the field, we are bossing them. Yeah. Like, we are just dominating like, them. Like, it was like, I, I joke around, prison style. You find the biggest boy in the yard, <laughs> just and, you, and, you, and you start swinging away. Yeah. Thank and, you, Ariaga. Yeah. <laughs> and it happened, and you're like, oh, my God, we're in an MLS Cup final. And yep. then the next night, you're like, okay, going to Atlanta isn't, it, it's going to be difficult, but at the same time. We can do it. You've you've beat them before. Mm-hmm. They aren't the same, or you aren't the same Atlanta team that you were, you know, last year. They there's there was a rift on that team. So he's like, okay, we're more together. We 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 got this. And then you're like, wait a minute, Toronto just scored. Oh my god, Toronto just scored. <laughs> oh my god, is this? 
Are we going to host? Are we going to host? Are we going to host? Which the fact that one of the most exciting moments of this season was not even a Sounders game. Right, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's wild. Because here's the thing. As far as like not believing that this was ever going to happen, I have... I have a terrible soccer memory, but I have <laughs> really good memories of the 2016 season because that's when Dave and I started hands-free football. And everything that season was like, this is not how this should be going. Do you remember how Colorado <laughs> was a point away from the supporter shield? This is not how this should be going. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was weird the entire time. I remember that there was a point in July where the Sounders were actually like bottom of the Western Conference, and so it's like. Everything about Are you like sure you want to do a show on this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it was a really weird year to start a podcast. Marco Papa got stabbed by a beauty oh queen. Yes! <laughs> it was so wild. This isn't just weird for MLS. This is Lynchian levels of like what yeah. is happening. Yeah. And so it's like this year when everyone's like, oh, oh my gosh, they it's go like into the finals, bang. and it's like. Yeah, but I mean, it's not the weirdest path. Like, I mean, yeah, we like dipped this summer, but like, as we do, like, it's fine. And I honestly think like getting past LAFC was like the moment where it's like, oh my God, this could happen. Like, that's the one part where I didn't believe. Like the rest of it's like, yeah, we can do this. We've done this before. Getting past LAFC was new. Toronto beating Atlanta was new. And then once that happened, it's like, oh, (laughs) oh, this could happen. Like, and after that, it was just like, yeah, why not? And like most of the way there, it was it was really LAFC and Atlanta, the two teams that were not there in 2016. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the stumbling blocks and everything else was like, yeah, why not? Done this. It was weird. It's been weird. Mm-hmm. We can do weird. <laughs> so how was everybody going to get to Atlanta? Was anybody going to be able to go? We were looking into it, yeah. Yeah, I'm. I was having one hell of a time with my password and login. <laughs> to the point where, like, as you do, uh, fuck it, never mind. And then, oh hey, well then there you go. So uh, daily own Discord. I I had so I'm I was in the News Tribune office at the time, uh-huh. and I'm watching the game and. I had it already set up because I had friends and I have my sister who lives in Atlanta. So any type of like like lodging issues that could have come up were not going to come up. And so I'm just like, okay. So I'm just like, I'm looking at tickets and I'm like, Whew. like if I want a decent flight, I'm looking at, oh, 700 bucks. And I'm like. Spirit okay. Airline, four connections. <laughs> oh my God, no! And that was the thing. It was like even two then, days. Even then, it was like five hundred, and I'm like, four yeah, that's not gonna. You happen. have to pay for your shoes. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm looking at, and it was like the the, the cheapest, like the, the the most decent flight. I, I can't even say cheapest. The most decent flight I could find was like seven eighty three. I remember the moment. I'm looking seven eighty three. Good God! And I hear Toronto goal, and I'm like, turned around. I'm looking at TV, and I'm like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey Toronto. Keep keep the lead. Please keep the lead. Keep the lead. And no. then it was like, oh thank God. Like my bank account yeah, was it was the, was was the biggest <laughs> Sounders fan in that last thirty minutes. The, so, so, go ahead. so our fun story is Carol actually didn't get to watch that match because she had an appointment to go to. And so I'm watching perfectly going into the game prepared to like, okay, let's find out what happens, then I'll start looking into airfare, looking into hotels and everything. I'll, and 
you know, of course, particularly at the beginning of the game, like um, Atlanta was bossing them. Like then it gets the first goal, first ten minutes, PK, they get a goal, right a PK, and there comes a point where it's like, okay, so Benze scores a beautiful girl. Like that was just a piece of Dude. magic. And then, but still, like you know, Atlanta has all the ball. I really don't see too much happening over here. And then Dalyon scores, and it's like Atlanta just went to sleep. Like their defense, when you look at that goal, it's like. They just like okay. He turned around. Just everybody walk away. I don't know why. And then red he light, scores. Green light, red light. Green light. <laughs> and then he scores. And then it's like ten minutes. I'm literally pacing back and forth around the room. It's like hold this lead, please hold this lead. Oh my god, hold this lead and everything. Carol comes back from her appointment. Literally as the whistle blows, like it's stoppage time, and I keep glancing out the window, and she sees me glance at the window. It's like oh, I wonder what's going on, and the whistle blows. The door opens and I literally scream in her face. Everyone's gonna be in Seattle, and she just screams. Like, she's on the phone. She's gonna. Oh my god! Everyone's gonna be in Seattle. I sounded you run exactly across, you like that. You jump into her arms. <laughs> Were you there? <laughs> that was. Oh, so so. Who participated in the march today? Yeah. No. No. Nope. So. Holy this shit. More of a stagger. We, <laughs> shit. we walked down to Occidental Bro. Park Plaza, whatever it's called, Occidental, mm-hmm. and like couldn't get, like, it was within a block, and it's already like standing room. No, nah, it's yeah. not happening. And so we're like, nah, let's go back. And so Dave bought scarves, and I found a place up on the like concourse to like watch the march arrive mm-hmm. with everyone else who had the same bright idea. But it was just like. You, you couldn't, and yeah. we actually ran into some of the 253 Defiance capos, like, trying mm-hmm. to figure out, like, where are we going to start the march from? Because their normal meeting place nothing. was, was just... the middle of a Macklemore concert. <laughs> <Yeah>. like... <laughs> I look, I love, like, Macklemore, I get it, but at the same time... <laughs> It's not gonna happen. Like I, I feel like there was so much nervousness. Knuckle less, please. The, the, yeah. the, the, there, there, there was so much nervous nervousness and tension in the air from everybody that it was like you know Macklemore's trying to get the current, trying to get everybody hype, and everybody's like, dude, I'm, t- I'm too fucking nervous, bro. Like I can't, um, like, I can't, like, I can't get excited. I can't, like I can't feel my face right now. This is too much. Like a little nervous. Yeah, I don't know. Energy. No, not right now. You, you remember at the, the Central s- when I looked at you and you looked at me and I said, Andrew, we've only been here an hour. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> so, we're, so we're at the Central and we're, you know, just just pounding at IPAs. Dude, seriously. And then it was just like, Sparkle he says, donkeys. we've been here an hour. And I'm looking at him like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> when did you show just up? Like, like 7 a.m., 15. 8? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then, like, the first, first 10, 15 minutes of the game felt like an hour. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, jeez. And, like, and I'm sitting there by Nate in, in our section. You know, we're right over by ECS. So, like. There's people who are still really kind of into the game. People who are just kind of, you know, just more, more casual. And I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, geez. It's only been 10 minutes. Oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> and, and, and there's, somebody, there's probably somebody looking like, oh, my God. What is he going to be like in the 70th minute? Is he going to like vomit and pass out? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, explode? I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I didn't do either. But it's like, hey, bro, do you? you you, you need something? You need like a Xanax? Yes. yes. I don't need you calling me out in this front of this crowd, <laughs> exactly. sir. So, 
sir. Actually, I might have felt more comfortable if somebody had said it. Somebody, sir, you were not okay. Oh, my God. Thank you for acknowledging. Thank you. Oh, my God. I... I thought I was, I thought I was losing my shit in front of everybody and nobody cared. Oh my god! Thank act you normal. so much. Act normal. Act normal. <laughs> well, I was, I was that was few, normal in that circumstance, sir. Yeah. I was saying a few times, guys, I need an adult. I need somebody. And somebody, was, and somebody just kind of looked over, like maybe four or five people down. He's like, bro. You're good. And I'm just like, am I? He was like, no. No, <laughs> no probably not. And I, was, and I was just like, Thanks. Thank you for acknowledging Thank that. you. Yeah, and thank like you. 10 minutes later, they scored, and I was just like, oh, thank God. And I pointed at him. I was like, I'm okay now. I'm good oh, now. He's okay. There was definitely a point. At, we go to halftime, and I just look at Carol and like, I'd feel a lot better if Rui Diaz had put that shot away. (laughs) (laughs) It was encouraging, though. I mean, that was a good that was a good sequence. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we should do some parting shots. What are you looking forward to for next season, Carol? Um, um... Yeah, tequila. (laughs) We're not taking shots of that amazing whiskey. You need to drink that slowly and with care. Holy shit, it's good. That is so good. Uh, Next year, I'm. You want to call me later, buddy? I'm trying to whisper, you asshole. Listener questions. I'll take. Oh, we got listener questions. Not really. Probably. Everyone's drunk tonight. Yeah, dude. Not me. I'm not me. No, literally everyone else in Seattle is coma. U.S. Women's National Team beat Costa Rica six nil tonight. Okay, you know what? Good for Vlaco. Good for good. Good. Good for Vlaco. Yeah, I was just on the tweeters. Anyway. I'll, uh, I'll I'll queue up the list of questions, but so what are your impressions yeah. over, this sorry. year, guys? We'll go round robin. Uh, oh, impressions this Just year? Impressions That's a different question. What, what are we learning from this year that we're going to apply to next year? What should we learn from this year that we need to apply to next year? Uh, I know nothing about soccer strategy, okay. so I'm not going to pretend to answer this one. But I'm just going to say that the only way to go up from here is we need the fucking treble already. Yeah. <laughs> so let's do that. The shield, the cup... And the other cup? Yes. Okay. We're going to have to but get the Campiones the... Cup this year. Two cups, one That's shield. That's not a thing. Boom. Yeah. We are not in the Campiones Cup. No, because we're not in South, in the Campiones Southwest. Campiones Cup is for people who couldn't quite qualify for Champions League. So it's kind of like the NIT for teams that suck. Yes, I yes. Atlanta yes. Had that, I was, was going to go Europa that? League, but that's probably good. Yeah, that works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't it, did, how did Atlanta host that then? They the, make... For this year, they just picked Money. names out of a hand. But for next year, it's the teams that couldn't make the Champions League, the next four teams. So got it's them. like the NIT. Yeah. Okay. Europa League. <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right. So you were saying. Uh, no, that's what I said. I just, like, I, I guess the question is, like, what do we learn from this year going into next year? And what do we learned is, like. We have a fucking cup. We have a fucking cup. So the yes. only way to go upwards is. Get another one. Two cups, one shield. Like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, welcome. Jesus, Carol. If hearing, Jesus. If you're hearing Christ. echoes in your brain, that's Carol. <laughs> Ladies one, and gentlemen. One team, two cups. <laughs> did that already that was 2016 oh, the sequel yeah oh andrew you look amazing this is a good portrait mode selfie thank there. you he doesn't really good. post the the bad photos no no said, that, that 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 was a you know what i'm not even gonna instagram filter. you're a photogenic bastard and I no you. thank you yeah. thank you right. um but no seriously um oh wait is whose turn is it for impressions just go just go boo okay thank you thank you boo. <laughs> um <laughs> 
Consistency. Consistency. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Consistency in the messaging, consistency in the attitude of this team, and the captains, or I, I, I wouldn't say captains, the leadership of this team is to me the true MVP mm-hmm. because it's not just Eco. It's not just Steph. Yep. It is Gustav. It is Brad. Guys who've had to kind of embrace that role when this when this when this team was kind of down and out. Yep. You know, it's it's Jordan assuming a position change essentially. Yep. And it's hitting you know, it out of the park. Yeah. And Roldan having to step in that midfield leadership yep. role and it's the D line coming together at the right time because we remember early even into early August mm-hmm. pre Portland we're looking at this team like oh my god like you get in the final third congratulations you're probably going to get a scoring <laughs> opportunity yeah but the pairings have worked like everything at any point in the season, this thing could have just spiraled out mm-hmm. of control, yet it was segments of the team keeping everything together. Yep. Leadership. So I nerd out on this kind of organizational leadership stuff, but leadership yeah. comes from the most surprising places sometimes, and it is, it's is—it's been amazing to see. It's been guys who have had to step up in those roles, mm-hmm. and that's, what, that's what's yep. impressed me. It's, yeah. No, just saying, with the, with the year that we have had, it's put everybody – in positions to succeed or fail, mm-hmm. but I mean, we've got a lot of kids getting a lot of minutes, a lot of a lot of. Se- I mean, when's the last time we? Now that people are healthy, when's the last time we saw Harry Ship? Yeah, right. oh, and that was a guy oh. that honestly, there's the T. Haroldinho, Haroldinho, so that guy. Yeah, like mid season, <laughs> you could have made a legit argument that he is the most important player on this team. He dude. kept it together, and like yeah, he doesn't get in the game. He kept it going. Until the sun went down, <laughs> yeah, 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 he going. he he was there, and it's it's really a shame that he didn't get a shot in the final nor the playoffs. Uh, really, mm-hmm. um, I don't because I don't think he played at I all. I don't think he played. He that wasn't. Either. But, he hasn't played since probably August. So, but yeah, as one of the most important, like if you if you look at this entire season, a few Harry Ship goals mm-hmm. or uh, some plays, and this team goes from. Yeah, maybe you're hosting the first round, but you certainly aren't hosting going forward. Like maybe oh, so we're like Toronto. You get the first round, and then you got to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I was, yeah. It's just, it's it's the little things like that that make up those championship squads, yeah. and you just gotta hope that you can keep some of it together. But the way that the economics of MLS work, you just can't. I still haven't finished reading that athletic piece, so that'll be interesting. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. But Dave, go. So my thoughts here are: you can. I look at what? Phil Donahue over here. <laughs> I, I prefer a uh, McLaughlin group. Dave, go. <laughs> Issue four. Wrong. Uh, my my thoughts here are more. We're not just looking at, when we look at next year, we're not just looking at a new season and a new, you know, just run-of-the-mill thing. We're looking at legacy. Mm-hmm. You can split MLS up into very neatly into five-year segments. And the 90s, 96 to 2000, was all about DC United. 
and then 2000 and 2005 was all about contraction. Oh, yeah. 2005 to 2010 was all about the revolution who never won anything, but they Everybody went to everything. They, they went three years straight. How old is Lee Wynn, by the way? Like 72 now? Like, Jesus. That guy just is a beast. Anyway, go. Anyway. And then then 2010 to 2015 is the LA Galaxy. Like, they just owned that section segment. 2015 to 2020 is all about Seattle, Toronto. Mm -hmm. And the the importance of winning here. This is Ali versus Frazier. If Frazier had beaten Ali... Two out, of, two out of three rather than one out of three, do you think that Ali would have the legacy he does now? Probably not. And we're going to look back as Seattle is the team that defined this era, and Toronto was the team that it, which they defined it against. And if we can win again, if we can put together, not even necessarily an MLS Cup season, but if we can get to the final, if we can win a Supporter Shield, if we can use U.S. Open Cup, you can't deny that 2010 or 2015 to 2020 is Seattle's era, and that's what's on the line. That's what we can do. Just keep winning trophies, one way or the so, other. So my takeaway uh, for this, and Andrew, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. Oh no, I was going to say, um, I had a question for everybody, real quick. Okay. And I feel like it, it, it's going to be brought up in the few months, you know, <laughs> during the off season. The hierarchy of MLS teams, top four. It's got to hmm. be. It's got to be Seattle. Just current or all time? Yeah, no, no. I'm talking about just right now. Like uh-huh. the the standard bearers of this league. It is the it, it's Seattle, it's Atlanta, LAFC, and Toronto. It's those four. But right now, Seattle is leading the pack. Absolutely. I, I my takeaway for this right now. Um, and, and maybe we'll answer your, your question. I, I don't know if this answers your question or not, but my takeaway for this is there could not be any more, f- even though we are not playing the same team that Ziggy Schmidt led, that he never ended up, he, he, Ziggy Schmidt got us four open cups mm-hmm. and really talked about just what the possibility was for this team. There's no better legacy for Siggy than to, or a remembrance of Siggy than for Brian Schmetzer to win another cup because Brian Schmetzer came up under Siggy. Brian Schmetzer learned from Siggy in positive ways and in, you know, uh, uh, and now I'm just bloviating. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) The legacy of this team is that Brian Schmetzer is cemented in history as mm-hmm. the man that stood on Siggy's shoulders and the man that defined how this team can operate in the worst of circumstances. And that is why Brian Schmetzer will, 20 years from now, be remembered and hopefully still coaching. But anyway, that's that's my takeaway. Schmetz is amazing. Lagerway, eh. Give the man a statue. <laughs> Give the give, man a fucking no, statue. No, like, like I'm like right next I'm not, to Ozzy. I'm not, I'm not joking around. Like you give Brian Schmetzer a statue outside Century Link. You give him a fucking statue. Would you give Brian Schmetzer a national team? Great point. And then I, I'd make oh, the comment really that Lagerway should be putting his hat in the ring, not for the GM, but to to the, run US like soccer. The CEO of US. Don Garber. 
Oh Dr. my God! No. no, 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 no! I'm not saying MLS, no. He, oh, USSF. U.S. Soccer. Okay. The one no, that's no. going to go yeah. to one of the Burhalters. No, he's going to. No, no. He'll 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 run for Garber's spot. Absolutely. I, th- I, I think the, he, he's he, the he, money he needs. Moves. Well, to be fair, if there's one guy that you want in charge of MLS, whether it's 3.5, 4.0, you know, you know, a, <laughs> AOL, AOL Instant Messenger, you know, freebie. Um, Windows 10. No, no, seriously. Like, but, like, I, yeah, no, Garth, Garth has, Garth is the best, so I would, I would argue Garth is best, is the best soccer GM in the business right now. And it's hard to, yeah, he's not going to hit the home run higher, but. Ballers on a budget. There, there's something that Ger- that Lagerway always says that I think really reso- resonates with me. He says that the what he really likes about Seattle is that he has the freedom not to find the big name, the Zlatan, the mm-hmm. Carlos Vela, the Wayne Rooney, but he can find the right guy. I'd never heard of Raul Ruiz Diaz before he signed with the Sounders. I'd never <laughs> the heard Mexican of- Golden Boot. Like who? No idea. Yeah. You, you wouldn't assume you'd assume he wouldn't be on Morelli. You thought he'd be on the right. You know, I didn't know Nico, Chivas or Nico the, Ladero. I didn't that. know these guys who are like the guys that all of the pundits are now talking about, like the prime movers in the league, the best signings ever. And that's something that I think Garth Lockerway really should be credited with: is that he gets. It doesn't matter how big your name is it matters how you can play and yep. we can find a guy for six million who can play like that guy who's going to cost us 15 or hindo. for 750 fucking brad smith hindo H- H- is a is an under Chris fucking henderson baby is, oh, is yeah. an under he's gonna get taken from somebody the next yeah because I mean, if you think about it the, the guys that he brought in yeah like that's Cicini, guys oh, yeah, yeah. who you're like wait Really? Emmanuel Sacchini? Javier Arriaga? Like, okay, cool. He comes from another country? Sweet? (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm just saying, I'm saying, but it's like, it's like, it's like you, okay, another import, cool, but it's like, they don't have names. Right. They don't have names, but. They do where they come from. But it's like, but it's like, guess what? They may not have a name here or internationally Mm -hmm. or even in their own place, but. For the role that they need to play, it fits perfectly. It's like it's like a thousand piece, you know, puzzle where it's like, yeah, that that puzzle piece may not fit, you know, in other places, but, but guess what? what? Here, it fits <laughs> and it works. <laughs> and if you just give the guy time, you get him acclimated, yeah. you know, hell, look at you know bringing Joven back. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was the small moves that. We need to kind of sort of get the band back together, but also add some new pieces. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have any parting shots? Uh, <laughs> you keep saying that. We're I out do. of tequila. We don't have any. We're, we're totally like out. like a champion today. Uh, yes, that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a very special episode of the Flounders B-Team Podcast. I am at the table, of course, with Carol and Dave from Hands Free Football. Where can we check you guys out? Uh, handsfreefootball.com I think we're on iTunes I think we're on Stitcher and we're also on Twitter that's where we're the best Mm -hmm. at handsfreefooty All right, Tim Hamilton (laughs) perennial co-host screaming goat connoisseur love you man what does the snowflake do? Uh, it just makes it snow (laughs) (laughs) you snowflake
<laughs> yeah, it's for the libtards. Hold me closer, oh. tiny goat me. Wow. That'll oh. teach you to ask questions. <laughs> yes. I'll learn you. Yes. That's the new... I'll learn you. <laughs> so, um, it's a... Yeah, yeah. It, no, go. Thank you. Sorry, go. And good night. Thank you and good night. Andrew Hammond, Tacoma News Tribune. Yeah, buddy. Right on. You know what? What's up, baby? I enjoy this as a fan, and I think I might have said this earlier. It's it's so amazing to watch this as a fan. Because you know, as a journalist, you're like, okay, get to cover a championship event. But watching it just as a fan and just getting to enjoy the moment was awesome. I cried my ass off after that first goal. You you wow. cry. You oh my watch god. Hallmark Channel. Oh my god. Why do we always end up on the broiest of podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> the broiest? <laughs> no. It, it, I cried on the second goal. I got emotional right? on the second goal because so Nate's the pepper spray. But getting emotional on the first goal, that's, that's territory Nate, over the Nate, line. Nate, okay, over so, the line. Okay, okay, so first off, I'm just screaming up and down. I'm like, oh my God, they scored a goal. One, also, it was, oh my God, they put another shot on goal. I was I happy about that. First five minutes, Wait, like, it that counting shot on goal? Yeah. Fucking no, I was there too. Stop thinking the same thoughts as me. And then, and then, so on the second goal, I see Nate getting emotional. I'm just like, I'm like, okay. You guys posted a shot of you and Nate. Nate looked like my dog when he's scared of fireworks. Oh, dude, he was so he was. <laughs> but one, the one thing I loved about watching it with him was the emotion that he, he had because this man flew what fourteen plus hours. Yep. From Abu Dhabi. I heard it was just three. Does and yeah? <laughs> Did you hear that? He, On clock time, he yeah. took off <laughs> at nine a.m. and landed at twelve p.m. that same day. It's a three-hour flight. No big deal. What's fun is, as I understand, he's flying out at 4 p.m. and landing at 3 p.m. on Tuesday. The next day. Oh, yeah, geez. two days later. Two <laughs> days later. Yeah, it's he a long flies out on and Sunday and lands no, on Tuesday. Out. He flies out tomorrow. Monday, because today's yeah. Sunday. Happy today's Thanksgiving. Sunday. Oh, so it is only one day. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was it was an, it was an emotional moment watching him, and I'm just like, oh man. And then like I felt a tear come on. And I'm like, all right. This is happening. There it is. You know, this this is what I had a conversation. I with, can't make fun of potty anymore. with those folks in L.A. I'm like, you guys just you, everything was going great for you. I'm sorry, you know, it sucks. You lost, but you have to go through some bull before it mm-hmm. means something. Mm-hmm. If everything is just plastic and handed to you, yeah, gotta pay the dues. Yeah, yeah. I think Atlanta okay. learned that this year. Can yeah. I, I hope so. Can I extend the show for a moment longer because I need to get everyone at the table's opinion on something? Go for it. So extend. I want. I want to know your guys' opinion on the difference between what it felt like winning this one and what it felt like winning in 2016. Well, I wasn't there in 2016. I'll go first. Traitor! How do you even have a podcast, sir? I didn't have a passport. Dave, we weren't there either. Noobs. I wasn't there either. I was in we fucking Kansas. I, wife you? and I were Tim talking was sleeping about sleeping with James Woolard. No, no, that was 2017. <laughs> oh my bad. Uh, so 2016. I mean, my wife is my good luck charm. She she and I went to Toronto, and it was more. It was such a long game. We were out there in the in the cold, oh. and like I'm just I just want this thing to be over. I don't care who wins. And then it goes into overtime, <laughs> and but we were just get pummeled. We we're getting pummeled the whole game, and I did not lose my I didn't lose my shit I'm just like okay that's it we won hmm. ooh that was interesting but I, my personality and and it's come up in, in some of the other shows not so much me but it's just I I hate losing 
like if that is a 10 winning is a five like i it's almost an expectation and it's like meh i hate losing way more than i enjoy winning hmm. so Ouch. that's what that's why i don't sleep at night <laughs> this whole this whole playoffs i'm like crap I, I stay up late and i get up early and just because i can't i can't today was was fun i enjoyed it it was because we got a goal, then we got another goal, and like, okay, I can, I can look around. This thing's gonna happen. And Josie got a goal. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> that's, that's gonna take more time off the clock than if Shrug. we were still playing. Like, yeah. It was like, who gives a damn? Winning Josie at home who? is everything. Winning at home, the cup at home, because you're looking around. So half the people aren't people that you know, but the other half are. Mm-hmm. Like the people in front of us that haven't been in those seats because they sold them off because it was a rough year or somebody lost a job or whatever, but they showed up for this, right? Mm-hmm. And you're looking at that person, you're like, yeah, I saw you nine years ago. We've been sitting here together for a long time and this shit finally happened. It's the power of sports. Here. It's like, just, if you it's think magic. about it, it was yeah. people getting together on a typical Seattle Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's rainy because some of us went full kit wanker, not mm-hmm. to name any names. Yep. <laughs> but it, Mamba. Yeah, yeah, but you had some goose pimples on your shins there, buddy. I sure did. Yeah. Um, but well, not full kit enough. Like you should have had the shin guards. I you're right, you, but yep. you know, I went full kit Sucks wanker up, in Portland baby. and did, did you tuck your jersey in? No, <laughs> I did not. But, but had Arya had Ariaga come in tucked in and scored a goal, you fucking I might have tucked that oh, shit absolutely. right in. Yep. Um I would have required everybody in our section to wear tuck. Uh, jerseys, but no, it was jackets it was, off. No jackets tucked. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It it was the power of sports. You know, when it's people coming yeah. together, it's strangers hugging strangers. Oh my god! Like so much inappropriate like, hand contact. <laughs> but it was funny because, like, on as, as the as all three goals were scored, you know, it's like you kind of hug, you know, the people who you're close to, mm-hmm. and then by the third goal, when we all pretty much knew, okay, this ball game it's over everybody's hugging everybody there's people coming down from like two rows up yeah and they're hugging everybody and high-fiving everybody and it was it didn't matter where you come from what color you are all of that it was just everybody just coming together and it was like you guys were center mass of 122 right yeah like right by the capo stand yeah Yeah, it was like it was crazy it was absolutely insane it was awesome to see we we can't say that we've suffered that much i mean we we've made the playoffs every year we've had good seasons we just have we we find a way to to run out of gas in the playoffs but not this year buddy so this was actually significantly less emotional for me than the 2016 season and i know that i have like a time delay on my emotions but i also feel like i was standing there in the stands and it's like the same amount the same people around me like we've had season tickets there for how many years now dave uh, eight years, nine years. God, has it really been that long? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, we know these people. Maybe not their last names, but at least their first names. Right. I'm shaking the same maracas as always. I'm drinking the same beer as always. It just kind of felt like a soccer game is what I thought, even, like, leading into, like, halftime. It's like this just feels like a normal soccer there game. bits of it, yeah. And so, like, it, I know that, like, I'm guessing like 28 hours from now, like it's gonna kick in (laughs) and I'm really gonna feel it. Like the parade is gonna be a big deal for me. Um, But like, 
I I remember being in a bar in 2016 and that one felt special because it's like this isn't the usual place. These aren't the usual people. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot more hugging of strangers. Like today was hugging of friends and it's like, yeah, we won a soccer game. Um, and it just hasn't sunk in yet. So, right. And that that's kind of close to my experience. Like as much as I loved being there and just the experience of having this happen at home, which was an amazing experience, but it was it did kind of feel like a game and it was with friends. And one of the key things for me is like we had a three nothing lead at mm-hmm. one point. And so it's like waiting for the whistle. It's just like, okay, let's pull the whistle. Let's blow the whistle <laughs> along. And I want to see the flamage. When the whistle blows, it's like, all right, yeah, we won. And it's not so much of a like sort of like tame, like, okay, yeah, we won, no big deal. But it was it wasn't like Roman Torres putting that last penalty. We were in a bar. We were in a bar called the Ale House. And that was just packed. And when he put that in, first of all, like, we watched the entire game with our friends, Bethany, and the guy she was dating, who I will not mention because <laughs> fuck that guy. She's not dating him anymore. Um, I did not like Too him very late. much. But, and, he, and he wasn't really a soccer fan. And so he was doing that thing of kind of like, yeah, mm. this is kind of cool for that kind of sport. And just kind of bringing down the vibe a little. Sweep the leg, Johnny. Right. So... But in the front section of the bar was where the 253 Defiance folks were hanging out. And so when we finally got to penalties, I'm like, Carol, I love you. I'm leaving you right now. I'm going to hang out with them. She's like, it's fair. Go, totally fair. Just go. And so I got my arms around two guys who are capos for ECS. I thought this was going the other way. <laughs> Or maybe it's not too late. <laughs> I got my arms around capos from e- two capos from ECS, and we watch penalties, and every single kick is like the most intense and thing. When Roman Torres kicks goes in, the screaming, the yelling, I'm literally running circles all over this bar, hugging strangers, high-fiving people. I think I head-butted a guy. Sorry about that. Like, <laughs> and I mean, this is a bar. There are people who showed up who did not know that they were watching a soccer final. Like, up. anyone in the stadium, like, yes, they consented to a hug just by walking to the stadium. The bar is like, yeah. but, what are you doing? I I'm trying to drink the Smith & Wesson. Fuck. I screamed so much in that game. And this one, it's like, it. what I think the key is, is it didn't have that moment, that Roman Torres, yes or no, kick a goal, we win, miss it, we don't win, that moment. And when it goes in, this is it. It's like an end of the game whistle when the ball's in midfield isn't quite the same for me. And so it's just like it didn't quite have the same experience. I don't know. So I, I think the, the drama was just a different kind of drama because that first mm-hmm. half was tense like ah, nail biting unbelievably tense moments and great amazing saves the amount of times i smashed maracas into my own (laughs) (laughs) and and just that the release of that first goal from leardom oh my god and it just like everything washed over me like we're here we're doing this we're gonna win this because anything else it could have just been an also ran. It just could have been like, okay, we're going to take this to PKs. Okay, we're going to have the same kind of outcome. Okay, we're going to lose to Toronto at home, you know, and have another one of those those moments where, you know, you're you're the the other team's celebrating in your fucking stadium, like right, like some conference final or whatever. It it was just a different kind of drama, and it was amazingly cathartic to feel what we felt today, I think. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you score the first five minutes. You you score the first five minutes. It's well, ninety minutes, I guess, now of just like, oh God, hold on, hold on, hold on <laughs> exactly, hold on, hold on, hold on, and then you're just waiting for the whistle. Period. Mm-hmm. Now we're just waiting for the whistle. Period, because we just want to go fucking mental. Guys, thank you so much for being here tonight. I know everybody's got, to, or a lot of us have to work tomorrow. Um, <laughs> suckers, but, <laughs> suckers. Um, but this has been the Flounders B Team. Flounders B Team is a production of Channel Two Five Three. Check out Channel Two Five Three dot com and all our other great shows. Go to Channel Two Five Three forward slash membership and join for four dollars a month. Uh, you will not regret it. Great content out there. I'll give you a little bit more on a promo uh, 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 promo clip that I'll cut uh, sometime today. Maybe I don't know. Uh, but meanwhile, Dave and Carol from Hands Free Football, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, you, thanks for the whiskey. Holy cow, that stuff is good. Tim Hamilton, thank you for being the best uh, co-anchor a guy could ask for. <laughs> Andrew Hammond, uh, thank you for thank you for being. Thanks for waking friend. up long enough to do the show. You know what? Don't be a hater, Tim. <laughs> I enjoyed my nap. Tim. Hey, I napped. <laughs> Like a champ. Oh my earlier. god, that nap was fantastic. It was mandatory. Maybe you Drink need like one, Tim. Nap, uh, nap like, like a champion, champion today. Like, I need a nap. <laughs> nap like a champion today. You're just jealous because I got my nap. That was kind of the vibe in Seattle when we got out of the stadium. Was like, was like, everyone was just ready for a nap. It yep. was it yep, was yep. emotionally taxing. It was like early. it was just like, oh my god, it was a noon game. Yeah, the two in Toronto were freaking ass o'clock at night. I was talking with John Murphy next to the game like uh dave montgomery came up and and john murphy was sitting there waiting and we were gonna go and and talk and and do something after maybe and it's just like everybody was looking at me like why aren't you more excited i'm exhausted yeah like <laughs> i fanned for 90 I'm minutes plus stop it taxed FloundersBTeam.com. Check us out on Twitter at FloundersBTeam. Uh, we're on Stitcher, Player FM, iTunes. Uh, we finally got on Spotify sometime this year. And by the way, we are fucking back. So yeah. expect more fantastic content. Expect, yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> I get hit by a bus tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. And we are out of here. This is Channel 253.